You're listening to Bloomberg Law. I'm June Grosso. With less than two weeks left in his administration, President Barack Obama made history by becoming the first sitting president to write a law review article. He wrote the article for the Harvard Law Review, where he made history as a student by becoming the first black president of a legal journal in 1990. The article is entitled The President's Role in Advancing Criminal Justice Reform, and it touts his administration's reforms of the criminal justice system, among other things. My guest is Michael Selmy, professor at George Washington University Law School. Mike, we've seen President Obama trying in various ways to preserve his legacy. What's your reaction to this writing of a law review article touting his reforms in criminal justice? Well, it's a very interesting uh, task that he took on, um, writing a law review article. And by the nature of law review articles, it's actually quite long. Um, law review articles tend to be around 50 pages, and this one is um, fully footnoted. And so he really, um, you know, took the time to document uh, what they have done in the criminal justice area, and clearly with an intent both to, you know, preserve his legacy, but also I think to um, give a signal of the things that. Uh, you know, uh, advocacy groups likely can do to try and preserve much of what uh, the Obama administration has accomplished. The president's chief legal advisor said that Obama also hoped the article would give the issue of criminal justice reform momentum as he leaves office, as, as you just indicated. Is that likely since the incoming president ran on a tough law and order platform, and his selection for attorney general, Senator Jeff Sessions, has, among other things, been one of the opponents of bipartisan sentencing reform. Yes, um, it certainly seems that the agenda that is laid out in the uh, article is quite contrary to the agenda that the Trump administration is bringing in. But it's not so clear to me that they will try to undo all that's been done, um, particularly uh, the emphasis on reentry of individuals who have gone through the criminal justice system, uh, some of the ban the box where uh, employers, and this has happened nationwide, have agreed not to hold criminal convictions against, uh, against applicants and also not to take into account that they might be unemployed when they're applying. And those initiatives, which are good for the economy and also help uh, relieve some of the stigma, of um, the criminal justice system may be preserved, and as well as some of the um, reduction in the criminal population in terms of prison, the prison population in particular, uh, which is also something that's been happening around the country. One of the things that was interesting in terms of the report is it does a lot of what the Obama administration has done, and it's not clear who caused it. It has also been done in local and state uh, jurisdictions around the country, and a lot of the initiatives have been as cost savings, and that's been true with uh, an effort to reduce the prison population. So those things, it'll be interesting to see um, uh, whether the momentum continues or not. Are there certain things that President Obama has done as far as, you know, what he, his heartfelt concerns about reducing harsh sentences? And are there certain things that cannot be undone by the incoming administration? I don't, I don't know that there's anything that can't be undone in terms of um, the initiative, certainly some of the things that they've accomplished and um, uh, that's already passed can't be undone. 
Uh, one of the things that also comes across in the report is that the, the president, you know, the executive branch has limited authority in this area, and a lot of the initiatives that the administration implemented were as a result of their prosecutorial discretion, um, and that is certainly something that can change you know, overnight, such as the emphasis that uh, prosecutors might put on um, which crimes to prosecute, which sentences to um, seek, what plea deals to take, and, and the like. Um, and the president did uh, lament in the article that uh, he wasn't able to accomplish more given the resistance from Congress, in the, particularly with respect to sentencing reform. Um, and that's something that uh, you know, is probably unlikely to be picked up anytime soon. But again, there is a nationwide movement to um, reduce some of the harshness of the sentences from the sentencing acts that were passed in the 80s and 90s. Tell us a little bit about the police initiatives. Yeah, and this is another one where there's been some clear um, differences with the incoming administration. So one of the um, hallmarks of the administration's efforts, and this is slightly different than the criminal justice reform, but it's referenced in the article, is that the um, administration has been quite active in investigating police departments for discriminatory conduct or, and for excessive force, um, and they have probably been more active than any other administration, particularly towards the end of this administration, and they have sought to institute some reforms in particular police departments, but also with um, task force and the like in police departments nationwide to reduce um, shootings and excessive force. And the Trump administration has, um, at least during the, um, the campaign, was much more supportive of the police departments um, and less critical than the Obama administration has been, and that's another area that could be changed. But in, certainly in some of the jurisdictions, um, the uh, consent decrees are already in place and the investigations are completed, and um, those initiatives will certainly go forward. Do you expect to see uh, when Senator Jeff Sessions is uh, questioned as his uh, in his forthcoming or as nominee for attorney general, do you expect to see him questioned about police in initiatives and civil rights investigations? Oh, I certainly would expect that. Um, the uh, controversy with his appointment largely has to do with his positions on civil rights issues and uh, police initiatives are largely traditional civil rights issue, initiatives focusing on the treatment of African-American, uh, particularly African-American men by police departments, and I would think it would be an area of um, inquiry um, and controversy that may come up during the hearings. It's also another thing, it's highlighted in the report, but it's not um, addressed in detail, but again, uh, giving signals to the advocacy groups and those who might be opposing um, uh, Senator Sessions uh, that these are issues that should be you know, preserved and also should be a focus of the confirmation hearings. There's also what President Obama didn't talk about, and one of the areas that some had hoped to see him uh, talk about was capital punishment. Do you... Do you do you believe that it's because he doesn't his his opinion has not changed or because he didn't want to tackle that at this point I don't know the reason why um, it's not uh, discussed um, one of the things that's uh, interesting with respect to capital punishment is that the number of executions and the number of death sentences uh, handed out um, have dramatically declined uh, around the country there's only a handful of jurisdictions that actively um, are seeking death penalties or, and, or executing individuals. So 
And it seems like it's become less of an issue nationwide, and that might be one of the reasons why he didn't uh, address it. And the federal government has limited um, authority. I mean, there's only certain crimes that the federal government can pursue the death penalty. It's much more of a state issue. So that could be another possible reason. He, uh, he also seemed to be explaining why he hasn't been on the record for a lot of different things. He said presidents are not private citizens. We have to be careful about speaking about legal matters before all the facts are in. Is that a message to the incoming president as well? Oh, it, it almost certainly is a message to the incoming president. And also, I think he is trying to... Um, uh, address some of his critics. And I've been critical in some respects of uh, some of his civil rights policies um, for him not having done more, although he has, um, they have ramped things up in the last couple of years. Um, but he has received uh, criticism from the left for some of his policies. And I think he is uh, also trying to explain why he maybe wasn't more vocal, more active in some areas. Um, uh, that is, you know, the limits are the opposite. But uh, I think you're also, it's also correct that uh, this is a message to the incoming president. Well, thank you for being on with us. Michael Selmy, professor at George Washington University Law School. And this is actually a law review article that the average person can read and, uh, and get through quite easily because it's not your typical law review article. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, Star Trek has been a cult phenomenon for decades. Paramount Pictures and CBS just got the upper hand in a court fight to protect their money-making franchise and stop an unauthorized fan-made prequel to the 1960s Star Trek series. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.